0: Follow-up, they've got my number. Welcome to the Medicare Marketing and Sales Podcast, where we give mediocre Medicare advice to insurance agents. I'm your host, Mike Cotorna, and we're talking about follow-up today, obviously. And yes, they have your number, but they are also being thrown 800 numbers all day long, especially when I'm recording this in the last half of AEP. So let's talk about Prospects. Now, when I say prospect, I refer to someone who you've had an appointment with that did not move forward with the policy. You put in the time, the marketing, and the effort to have an appointment, but they're still on the fence. Now what? Well, hopefully before the conclusion of the appointment, you've established your next step. So they know just this wasn't a one and done or a one-time interaction that there's more to come beyond this appointment. Now, side note, since I'm recording this towards the end of AEP, I'm going to bypass a lot of follow practices because there isn't a lot of time to spare. Uh, we'll do some episodes in the future on those. You could also check out episode number seven about being a professional versus a pest when it comes to follow-up. So back to this prospect at hand. You know, you've left a couple of voicemails. They're not calling you back. Now what? Well, now it's time to send a very simple email. You know, email for many is an easier way of communication because it's turn-based, meaning you send an email they send a reply. It's not a dialogue like a phone conversation where responses are immediate. They can reply to your email and say, I never wanna talk to you again, which is easier to do behind a keyboard versus over the phone. Of course, hopefully that's not the reply, but you hopefully get my drift. The prospect may be more inclined to respond since their their reply is on their own time at, at their discretion so they can respond when they want and then maybe be more candid as opposed to just ignoring your phone calls. So if you're at a stalling point, try this email. And first I'm gonna jump in the body of the email and here's why it works. So in the email body, you're gonna put this one sentence, do you still need help with your Medicare insurance? That's it, nine words, no more. You could do less. You could just say, do you still need help with your insurance? me eight words or nine words, but that's it. The only other thing in the body of this email is going to be your signature, which has your contact info, should they not want to just reply to that email. Now, this email style has been used by sales professionals in numerous industries because it works as well an email could work. Now, the number one, excuse me, the number one objection I received from this is, but shouldn't I tell them more? No, you already did the appointment. Plus, the more you send in an email, the less likely they will be to receive it. Or excuse me, read it. If it looks like too much work to read, they won't. They're going to open up and go, "Ah, oh, that looks like a lot of work. Delete. And now they're going to move on their day and they're going to forget you contacted them or be annoyed that you gave them so much to read. In my opinion, an opinion of numerous articles I've read is the best email you could send is one that is read completely before the prospect realizes they read the email. Because if you open an email and it says, do you still need help with your Medicare insurance? You could read that in a few seconds and they're done reading it. That's it. The work is over and it's done before they even realize they started. Now they could focus on their response or their reply. It's a clear call to action. And most people know how to respond to an email because if you're like, well, I need to put, you should, you know, should they call me, should they email me, should they text me, should they go to my website, just your subject, excuse me, your signature has all that information in there. And most people know how to respond to an email. So the other part of this email, which is just as important is the subject line. And depending on the reports that you read online or blogs and articles, anywhere from 40 to 60% of all emails are deleted based on subject lines alone. You need a good subject line that gets your email open because if email isn't opened, they're, they're never going to reply because they're just going to hit delete. So what does that look like? I'm glad you asked. Personalization, interest, and short are three key features that I run across amongst numerous articles. So personal, which is you could use their name. People like to read their name. So you've put their name in there. They can be more likely to respond, or you can do a more generic approach like your, uh instead of their name so if you want to do if you kind of have a lot of prospects to follow up on and you don't want to put their name in each subject line you can just type your medicare insurance or something like that Interest and why should they open their email right what's happening behind this there are literally thousands of articles and blogs on subject lines alone i suggest doing a little homework you can put your medicare insurance or something like that again short you don't want to have a long subject line because again the more you type the less they will read so Example, like I mentioned, your Medicare coverage, or if you're near the end of AEP, like I'm recording right now, you could say, did you know December 7th is the last day? And so the last day for what? Click, now I opened. Or, Jim, you have some Medicare options. So I'm more personalized, and it's about their Medicare options. And again, this is going to be a lot more trial and error, whatever you think will work uh, based on your personality. You know, do your homework. I'm not a subject line expert. I'm just saying this is a very effective way to follow up with prospects who seem to be giving you the cold shoulder. Now, cautionary, and you'll probably, if you're doing your homework on this, you'll see that there are some words that email servers will flag as spam, such as free or buy now or something like that so what you know you want to put free Medicare evaluation because a lot of email servers will flag that spam and they'll probably never see it now you could download a guide that we put together on medicarepodcast.net if you go to show notes just hover over resources and go to show notes there is actually a quick guide we put together with some links to some subject line articles on the web because you know when it comes to this stuff turn to the experts, that's what I do. And if you're like, well, how do you figure this out, Mike? Well, simple, I've read articles online and turned to email experts and said, how do I do this? And they led me the way. So I'm just regurgitating their information for you. Now important, I will say, don't put your success in the action of others. Meaning, if you're not following up with your prospects, you're giving them less motivation to work with you. This is why this is a quick, easy email because it doesn't take a lot of time do not take a lot of effort to open, doesn't take a lot of effort to respond, doesn't take a lot of effort to send. You put in the work of the appointment, of marketing the to get the appointment, of sitting there with the prospect answering the questions, going through their options, and hopefully you've done some follow-up already and they're distalling you. You put in the work, now it's time to be rewarded for it. Even if you don't make a decision and say, no, I want to wait at least you know where they stand. So you can mark your CRM and maybe put them in your newsletter rotation or set a follow-up time for later next year, but don't let all your hard work go to waste by not following up and not establishing the next step. And this email can help you help you get you there. So go to MedicarePodcast.net, download the report, stop, start following up on those colder prospects today before AEP is over, and then don't forget, you could also do this in OEP. You could sit, you could send out the same email. Do you need help with your Medicare coverage? You're not advertising OEP. You're just asking if they still need help. So don't think that December 7th is the last day. This can carry over into OEP as well. So thanks for listening. And until next time, have fun, make money, and give backable service.